0: One billion dollars. Welcome back to the Fish and Coach Show. My name is Brandon Fisher. This is Coach Ratner. And today we're talking about why a billion dollars
1: is just not what it used to be. That's right. That's right. You know, if you had asked me seven, eight years ago, would there ever be a trillion dollar company? And I would have said, no way. No way Amazon's a trillion dollars. No way Apple's a trillion. I just couldn't see that figure.
0: How many zeros is that, Coach? It's,
1: well, a bit, well, a million is six zeros. Is that right? Six, we're talking not, 12 zeros right now. That's just hard to conceptualize. That's a lot of zeros. You know, remember when you were young, well, I mean, not you, but like for me, like the idea of $100 was a lot of money because you could buy a candy bar for 25 cents, whatever, and Coke's for 25 cents. I don't and think I ever lived like, in that era. No, no. and and uh, I mean, I remember I used to work at a bank. Quarters were a big deal. Wow. Quarters th- – back in the 80s, the biggest transaction I had as a bank teller was $10 for a roll of quarters. People write $10 checks to have a roll of quarters because you had to have quarters for the machines and for the toll booths and for pay phones. Remember the pay phone? Pay hey, phones. Isn't it funny? My son jokes about them. Like, wow. Yeah.
0: And toll booths that you have to physically pay.
1: I mean at the airport, they had a line of like 30 30- – Phone booths. And people were waiting to use the phone to call someone.
0: I only know from the movie Airplane. Oh, that's a funny thing. The white courtesy phone.
1: Yeah. So um, so as I got older and money changed, as I, I looked at money, like then $1,000 became a big deal in $10,000. And eventually one time I remember I was, you know, $100,000, I, I was a rare coin dealer or something, doing lots of business. And $100,000, like I'll do lots of deals on $100,000. For one piece of co- one coin? Sometimes one coin, but sometimes a group of coins. And then I was, I remember one time, uh, Heritage, Gala, Heritage Auctions, which is the third largest auction house in the country, next to Christie's and Southern Beach in New York. Okay. Uh, they needed to borrow money. So they called me because they know I spent stuff cash. And they said, we need to borrow a million dollars. And I happened to have a million bucks at the time. Wow. And I, it was all my money. It was everything I had. And I loaned them a million dollars. Do you know why I did it? No, my my ego, so I can say I loaned Heritage a million dollars. That was a big deal for me, just to be able to do that. I I bet people were impressed. They were very impressed with me. They thought I was the big shot. It was funny. So uh, they um, every time I come to see them, they always pick me up in like a sedan, like a limo. It was very nice. They treated me. They were great. Loved the company. Anyway, so a million dollars is a lot of money. I mean, it's it's a lot of money to anyone right now. it really is. is. Now you have companies that are going public worth. 3 billion 4 billion 10 billion 30 billion it's crazy i mean wow. you know airbnb coming public at like 100 billion dollars these numbers are hard to imagine wow. forget a trillion dollars now we have Tesla just went over a trillion dollars in value. How many companies
0: right now do you know that are, are over a trillion
1: dollars? Well, I think there's a- Apple and Amazon and Tesla. Facebook might have almost made a trillion dollars. Yeah. I'm probably forgetting something else. Google, for sure. Google. They're all over. They're all over a trillion dollars. Just two years ago, so Apple th- became the first, and it was it was like that four minute. I don't mile. know if it was Apple or but it was probably Apple. I think it was but, Apple. So my the reason why we're discussing this, and the reason why this is so important, because money is changing. Since Corona, since the government's been printing press been printing money like it's nothing, they're stealing I I don't want to talk back to the government on TV or, or a podcast, but like your money that you have in your checking account, your savings, is getting to be worth less and less and less. And I remember when I was little, my father we used to live in Old Town Alexandria or near it. My my old town Alexandria has a lot of Really cool old houses. It's a very cool area. Very Beautiful cool place. Like, oh, yeah, right. so You're from the DC area. That's I keep right. forgetting. So uh, my sister said, to "My father, Dad, how much can we can we buy a townhouse in Old Town?" Like my father said, "This is the 1970s." He said, "Oh no, they they cost at least twenty five, thirty five thousand dollars a piece. Now they're like two million dollars a piece. <laughs> and tell you, in five or ten years, they're going to be three, four, five, six, seven million dollars. The value of money is changing, and it's hard to conceptualize when you like, you know, look at a gallon of milk, I don't know what it costs, 7 bucks, 8 whatever it costs. And like, this could never be $20. This could never be th- What's going to be?
0: That is so scary. It's like, very what, scary. What do we do? Milk's pre- going to be
1: 50 bucks. How do we prepare for that? The one way to prepare for it is to get out of cash and into something that is, it could be a hedge against inflation. Now, people are going to say, oh, Bitcoin, gold, there's different things. And I love gold. I don't love Bitcoin. I have reasons against it, which we're not going to get into now. But it is a hedge. But everything's a hedge. Your shirts a hedge, this cup's a hedge, everything's a hedge. Anything you buy, but I believe you need to be into like either real estate. You can save Bitcoin, although I don't love it, but gold, gold's another thing. But something and my favorite, which would be uh, tech, tech companies that are that are changing the way the business is done, that are digital. And I and I think you're gonna see a lot more, you know the reason why this is called why a billion dollars isn't what it used to be is because now you're going to see a lot of these $10 billion companies, 5 and $10 billion companies. I think with the next 5, 10 years, some, some of them will be worth hundreds of billions of dollars.
0: Coach, let's talk about technology companies for a little bit. I'm, I'm curious, what's the potential that you see within these companies, not just in their growth potential based on these numbers that are out, outrageous, but what does the world look like with these tech companies? Where do
1: they fit in? Well, the, Where, the, Where's the value coming from? The value is coming from building platforms, that no one else can replicate. For mm-hmm. example, Airbnb came public, $100 billion. Now, it's a high valuation, but I love the platform. Have you gone to Airbnb? It's a great platform. It's an unbelievable platform. They have seven like 7 million users on it. No one else is going to come and build a platform that's going to compete with them. They are out first, first mover advantage. It's Their customer is the entire world. Now, there are some downsides to this, the fact that you have some cities that are going to limit – how much Airbnb is going to be used because they're going, they're fighting with the hotels? Right. But I believe that in the long run, that efficiencies will win out. Uber is going to win out. Lyft's going to win out. Airbnb is going to win, Airbnb is going to win out, and that the politicians who are signing these into laws that are limiting the growth of these companies are going to vote it out. Wow. I just think if, I, I just think efficiencies take over. You know, like Airbnb is worth more than the top than like Sheraton, Hilton. Marriott. I think it's worth
0: four times what Marriott is worth.
1: Right? I don't know. But like and they don't own a hotel room They don't because they a have a room. software platform. That's what technology is. About. It's about a software platform where generally the entire world is a customer. Fascinating, it is fascinating, fascinating. and you see the growth of some of these companies. Like they have a certain amount of growth. Like Pinterest has a certain amount of growth in America, and they make maybe I don't know what how much they make per customer in America. Maybe it's a dollar fifty, but in Europe it might be seventeen cents. But next year it's twenty one cents, and it's going to keep growing. It's going to keep growing, keep growing.
0: So I'm wondering, what's the equivalent of owning real estate, which is a physical piece of land in the tech
1: world? In the well, I love real estate, but real estate's different because you have to manage it. And depending on what you're – you have to know a lot. The mm-hmm. guys that make the most money in real estate as far as, let's say, residential or maybe even some small commercial are the guys who know how to build. Mm-hmm. I tell people who are going into real estate, I teach you know, students who are 19, 20, 21 years old, you got to know certain things. It's good to know how to like, to change a light switch or how to change a to minor plumbing, little things like that because when you go into a property, you're going to buy – most of the time, you're going to do, you're going to renovate a property, and you, it's very easy to get taken advantage of. I mean, it's so right. easy that people think they can buy a piece of real estate, hire a contractor, not visit it, not worry about it, and then they'll be able to rent it and make money. It's very difficult. It's not that easy. It's the guys who know what they're doing. Like anything in the world, the more knowledge you have, the more wisdom you have, which, by the way, is why we're doing this show. Right. Right. We want to give over our wisdom. To you, the public. We want our wisdom from our brain into you. So the more knowledge you have in real estate, the more you're going to make. But if you don't have that knowledge, you're not, if you're not in building – the people who become, get in real estate, usually builders right. or contractors, who are like, oh, there's a house for sale. I built the one next door for this other guy. I can buy this one for $120,000. You'll know, put $40,000 into it and get two seventy five. Right, And then, then they go and jump into it. Next thing you know, they're into real estate.
0: So, it sounds like it's good to invest in what you know and whatever, you, whatever you're
1: investing in, you should learn a lot about. For sure. You shouldn't invest in companies unless you know about a lot about them. For mm. example, have you ever, anyone give you a stock tip ever? Uh, of course. Right. People all the time, they give you like, a stock. Yeah. You got you know, people at work and like whatever it is. And you buy the stock and the next day it goes up. How do you feel? You feel great. You feel like a million bucks. You feel like, look at me. You feel like you're worth that. I that know invoice. what I'm doing. It was all me. I know what I'm doing. You have no idea what you're doing. Someone told you about something. You bought it. It happened to go up the next day. This is what
0: happened with GameStop just a few months ago. Well, GameStop
1: was a, it's diff- it's a different game. <laughs> I mean, that was just a bunch of people put Reddit pushing d- to, to, to get the short people out, and it was it was an artificial inflation of a right. stock. That's a game, not investing. Uh-huh. I like to invest in companies that have growth. Where I see like a you, like an like an airport you see a runway and you know some of these airports have really long runways because they have big planes flying like Airbus 380s and stuff i want to see a big runway for growth i want to see a software platform that's not replaceable or hard to replace, like something like, uh, uh, we talked about Airbnb and, and Pinterest, and, and I'd like to see... You're looking for a unique selling point. I'm looking for a unique selling point or a product that no one else has mm-hmm. or owners that are invested in a from day one and who are growing, who are building for growth for the future. They don't care about profits today because it used to be there wasn't a lot of money around in the 50s and 60s and 70s, and if you had a company... You had to start making money pretty quickly. else you're out the door. But now right. there's so much money around. because A billion dollars is what it used to be. There's so much money around that people will chase. We will people will chase potential growth.
0: Rabbi Palatnik told uh, told me that he looks for a company. He was speaking to an investor yeah. who looks for a company that has a CEO who's going to stay up all night if there's a problem and fix it for months at a time. Yeah, he looks for. Uh, a leadership core that's going to put the time and energy to make their product the best possible.
1: That's right. Now you
0: invest in that and you know about the company.
1: Yeah, so, so the idea I want to get across is that I believe a lot of companies today that you think are overvalued are going to keep being overvalued. I mean, like, back when you know, Amazon was worth $150, 200000000000 billion, which is still a lot of money, and they were losing, I don't know, billions of dollars a year. I'm like, how can something, I remember I was going to short it, which means I was going to Right. bet against it going. I'm glad you didn't do up. that. No, I didn't do it. Wow. I'm glad I didn't. That that how can the company cuz I didn't have the I didn't my mind wasn't wrapped around how the whole market works and how investing works. Now I, I feel like I have a clue what I'm doing even though I really have no clue, but I think I do. Anyway, so, we'll see I do in a few years because you know I'm you know i am coming to the book very soon called Score Mastering Wisdom. So excited for this book. I know. Mastering
0: great stuff in it.
1: Mastering wisdom, wealth and happiness. It's kind of everything put together. And I go through the stocks that I own and why I own some of them and why certain companies like – like I love Starbucks. I'm, I'd love to have a Starbucks right now actually. And, uh, but I wouldn't invest in the company. It's a great company, but I wouldn't invest in it. I love Apple and Google. I'm not going to invest in them because I want to go from – personally, when I invest, I want to have a chance to make 10, 50, 100 times my money. Which means that there's a lot of risk as well. There is risk, but I'm going to spread it out to 25, 50 different stocks. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. You just need one of them to make. it. I fit. just need one of them to, you know, one or two to, to hit off, and that's my goals when I'm when I'm investing in companies. And I try to see, you know, when I was in the coin dealer, as a coin dealer, my job was to see the potential in something else. And the more potential I see, the more I was willing to pay for that for that risk. More wow. more willing I was willing to risk. Now, I lost money many times, but a very important idea is that when you invest in a company, or invest in anything, what's the if you have limited liability, you don't say invest in the stock market, what's the most you can lose in your investment? Whatever you put in. Right, you buy stock for $10,000, you lose $10,000. What's the most you can make? Um, it's really unlimited. It's unlimited! It's unlimited. I mean, I bought Tesla. I was at a board meeting back in 2013 and one of our board members had a Tesla car and he just bought it and I went and looked at it. I was so blown away. I was so blown away. I'm gonna go buy some Tesla stock. So I wasn't really investing in stocks, then, so I bought like I think 100 shares for 30 bucks a piece. Wow. Yeah, I, I sold. I sold. Finally, I sold half after went to 200 share. I got my money back plus okay. profit. I kept the other 50 shares until like went to like 2400. Wow. Before the split, wow. it's wow. doubled since then. Tesla has doubled since I sold it last November, oh, and the reason why I sold it because I thought it was valuation. I think of 500 million, 500 billion. It's now a trillion. Is that I thought there's other companies that could buy. Like Cloudflare and like CrowdStrike, who had a lot more potential than Tesla to double, triple, and quadruple in value. Wow. So that's what I do. I try to look for companies that way, and because a billion dollars is not what it used to be, it really is so
0: sad. I used to watch Who Wants to Be an Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I know. and I'm like, whoa, I can't even imagine what yeah. you do with so much money. Yeah. but uh, who wants to be a trillionaire?
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, a billionaire. You know, it's funny, and, and I, I don't remember exactly, but. Uh, in the 1980s, I believe, in order to get the Forbes – was the Forbes 400? I believe the Forbes the, – the top number was like $2 billion mm-hmm. in the early 80s. Now, just to get on the list, it's $2 billion. Just to get on the list. Just to get on the list. Wow. Yeah. So this, numbers that keep changing. The value – if you own a house that's worth half a million dollars, keep it. It's going to be worth millions of dollars someday. Now, of course – Milk's going to be 50 bucks a gallon, but the idea is if you're in cash, if you're in safe investments like bonds, you're going to get crushed. Am I going to be right or wrong? I have no idea. I'm just keeping my opinion, but I think you're going to get crushed, crushed personally, and I'm not keeping any cash if I can. And wow. you, can even, you can buy Bitcoin, although I don't like Bitcoin because the valuation of Bitcoin is only being held up by what someone else thinks it's worth. Which the whole this is for a different show. There's different so show, to say right. I, I can that. get into gold. We're the gold. We can get into gold. We like, can get the doomsday gift basket. Different ideas that I put in my book. But anyway. For now,
0: be responsible with your money. Right. Take the risks. Get it out of cash. Yes. And, and good luck. Thanks for watching the Fish and Coach Show. I'm Brandon Fisher. This is Coach Ratner.
1: will see you next time.